0: This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up what you want. Just dial the toll-free number 800-259-9231. That is the Sickle CAI toll-free line. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. And as always, it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And join us online at freetalklive.com. The features we give away, so enjoy those on us. Uh, The features are all available to you free at freetalklive.com. You know those other talk show hosts? They want to charge you for accessing their websites. Ours is free, so enjoy that on us at freetalklive.com. You know what, Mark? I was thinking about uh, just the other day, since we're, since I mentioned the website at the beginning of every show, uh, I was thinking about sort of the new media on the internet and how just sad the radio, the syndicated radio selection is out there as far as being able to access their content. I mean we we talk a lot about how Free Talk Live's website is free and the other guys aren't and it's true. Uh you can't just go to Rush Limbaugh's website and download his show. You you have to pay for it. Now when we talked uh in the business, you know, behind the scenes about, you know, the the uh, the, the workings of the internet version of this show because we're radio show first and foremost. But we're also streamed simultaneously, and we we turn the show into a podcast afterwards. I've told you that, you know, Mark, we've got to keep this, the commercial load down in the podcast. We've got to keep it short. Yeah, we've got to have the commercials short, and we can't have a whole bunch of them during the show. People won't put up with it. Exactly. And if you look at uh, if you look at the what the television stations are doing or the the TV networks are doing, you can see that's exactly what they're doing. Uh, And and it's brilliant what it is that they're doing. They take their shows like uh, like Lost or whatever the big shows are, Battlestar Galactica, um, and they'll they'll put them online and you can watch them free. You can go to their website, sit down, and uh, ABC.com will stream you an HD version of Lost over your computer for nothing. And all they ask is that you sit through I don't know. There's four commercial breaks in the show, one thirty second spot per break. One thirty second spot per break on a national big-name show like that. And you know they're getting slammed with, uh, with people watching these things because if you tune in the next day or the next morning or whatever after the show airs, because normally the way they do it is they'll air the show live on their network, and you can't get access to it online until the next morning. So, the next morning, if you tune in at a you know prime time peak hour, it 's hard to get an h d copy of the show just because they 're streaming out yeah. so much of it they just only have so much bitrate to go around. but it was interesting, just kind of oh wow, okay, the t v guys get it they're yep. putting their programming out there free, but all these radio guys, even though they can sell ads in their in their podcasts, are charging people fifty bucks per year to access their show it's like it's it's as though they're just in back in the 20th century, well, way behind the times. What are they of, thinking?
1: I don't I don't I don't know specifically. I um you know they many many of the shows you can get by going to people's websites. I mean I've listened to you know different radio stations' websites and listening to their local. You can ads. listen
0: live. You mean? Yeah. I'm so, talking about the podcasts. Like every one of the mm. uh, our competitors in syndicated radio is charging, mm. with the exception of I think Dave Ramsey. Well, Dave Ramsey only gives you one hour of his three-hour Still, show. it's something. It's better than nothing. Right. I can't think of anybody Good monetary else. Good advice there. Right. I can't think of anybody else that's actually doing it. So, again, when we say it's free, uh, we're serious. So check it out at freetalklive.com. We're going to start things out here with your phone calls about what you want. And then coming up, uh, Pirate Bay. Since we're talking Internet, the Pirate Bay people are on trial. Now, maybe you've not heard of the Pirate Bay. We'll get into the details here in a bit. But let's go first to Matt in Illinois on the Ampline. Hello, Matt. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
2: Uh, well, last night I tuned into the last hour of the show, and I heard um, some uh, people talking about um, conspiracy theories. And I just wanted to throw in uh, my two cents worth and say that I really enjoy conspiracy theories. I think they're great. <laughs> I mean, as a science fiction writer, I can't think of any better source than David Icke and you know the uh, the the alien reptilian taking over the world stuff is, is great in science fiction novels it is and entertaining it gives me a, a world of ideas of what to write about
1: so. but it's a dangerous place to be believing fiction to be reality
2: um you know maybe i don't know i it's it's difficult for me to say i'm just saying for me it's 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 a really uh, interesting uh, theories and um i i get a lot of material out of it
0: I suppose it would depend on the fiction, Mark. I mean, some would say that the whole law of attraction thing is just fiction, and uh, we, we're, we're believers in that concept. Yeah,
1: you're right. There's uh, there's there's more dangerous and less dangerous fictions. I'll give you that. If I thought well, that I was uh, Superman, like that could be a very dangerous fiction. Absolutely.
2: I think that there there comes a point in time where anything like that, the law of attraction, uh, the the uh, conspiracy theories. Can become more of a religion than of anything, and if you're out there preaching it and banging the pulpit about it, then you sound more like a, a, a priest or a preacher, and you have a tendency to not listen to other points of view.
0: I think that's a, I think you, that's an astute observation.
2: And if you, uh, if I think as long as you're willing to listen to another point of view and uh, and measure it against your own, that you you probably will do okay.
0: Very good, uh, sir. Any other thoughts for us Anyway, tonight?
2: anyway somebody uh, brought up the the uh, free state project uh, during, during the conversation and the fact that so many people will go, well, gee, you can't have all you people in one area like that. The feds are going to come down on you and attack you and all that other stuff. And I wanted to mention, uh, I have a friend, and I was visiting this friend last night, uh, and his son, about... Two years ago, was uh, got involved in an accident.
3: Hmm. And he happened
2: to have a marijuana pipe in his car Uh-oh. at the time, and he gave it to it. This was at the school, at the high school, coming out of the parking lot, and he gave it to a, a girl that knew him, and she tried to hide it, and the police found out all about it. Huh. And long and short of it is, the kid ended up taking a plea bargain for driving under the influence. Even though he hadn't been smoking any marijuana for, I think he said, three days.
4: That's crazy.
2: Yeah, and he got um, this very very strict probation, and the lady that he hit was hurt, and she is now trying to sue his parents and take their house and whatever she can. She's, trying, she's using the state to try to make his life as miserable as possible. And she's even come out and said that so much to certain people. And, you know, you hear things from grapevines and stuff like that.
0: Is she doing this uh, just because he was a marijuana smoker, or is she doing this just because she's a vindictive woman who uh, apparently the insurance policy wasn't enough for?
2: My opinion is that she's just a very bitter and vindictive woman. Since this has happened, her family has left her. Hmm. Her you know, her her family has left her alone and just you know her her husband and kids have gone and now she's she's very much alone and she blames him she she doesn't see her own fault in it.
0: Why and has her family the, left her? Are they? Uh, can you speculate? Because on that?
2: they don't like the way she's acting. They don't like her. Really? Her bitter vindictiveness.
0: Wow, that's amazing. That, that's what I've heard. So wh- why we? Uh, and why do you mention that after the Free State project? Are you going to tie them together?
2: Because. Um, Although the way the state has treated this kid while he was on probation and what's happened and how the the justice system worked, how he you know how he had to take the plea bargain, he wanted to take it to court for the longest time, but it was dragged out it was dragged out it was dragged out mm-hmm. finally, he took the plea bargain he just wanted to get it over with um, he, he i I believe it's a felony that he's charged with he's going to have a difficult time um uh, doing anything when he gets out of, you know, when he when he's off probation. He's still on probation. He'll sure. probably have a dif- difficult time ever changing his job.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, the reason that he can keep the job that he has is because the guy knows him, and, he, you know, he knows that he's a good, hard-working man.
0: So you're going to wrap this story up pretty quick. So what about it? Uh,
2: so he wants to move out of the state of Illinois. Oh, great. And uh, so I was telling them about the Free State Project in New Hampshire, and they're going to look into it. Uh, his, his dad's thinking that he wants to move with him uh, when this is all over. Um, and well, it's, I just it's hard to, to do that worse that people than People just tired of being slaves.
5: Well, I state. hope
0: you're right. I think you're right about that. I, I know that a lot of people out there know that something is wrong, and I thank you for the call tonight, Matt. A lot of people realize there is something drastically wrong out there, but some of them just are they're not sure what it is. And so hopefully the more they can hear ideas of freedom, whether it's from us on the radio or from you in, in their personal lives, the better. Put the idea of the Free State Project out there in front of them and let them absorb all this information. And Hopefully they'll make the right choice. More on the way. You bring up what you want. It's a live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live is the live Saturday edition. Toll free number for you to bring up anything is 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 259 9231 You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are completely free. So enjoy those on us. And the features include the bulletin board system. We've got over 400,000 posts. There's a lot to talk about there uh, BBS.freetalklive.com. We'll get you right to it. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. And a moment ago, we were talking with Matt in Illinois. He was discussing the Free State Project with some friends of his, and uh, Free State Project is a sponsor of the program. It's a simple idea, one in which, uh, the, the, well, it's a simple idea, but maybe somewhat difficult for some people to execute if they've got a busy life somewhere. Uh, the idea would be that you uproot your life and move to New Hampshire and join uh, joining the Free State Project Move. To New Hampshire and joining together with hundreds of other like minded liberty activists in order to achieve liberty in our lifetime. In fact, uh, if you want to learn more about it, you can go to freestateproject.org. You can also learn about the Liberty Forum that's coming up in early March. We're going to be broadcasting live from there in less than a month. That's uh, the first weekend in March. We'll be in Nashua, New Hampshire, uh, and we'll be at the Crown Plaza Hotel again, gathered together with hundreds of people. I mean, including big names like Glenn Jacobs. Uh, you might know him as WWE's Kane. Dr. Mary Ruart will be there, and so many other uh, big names. Richard Heller from the Heller versus D.C. gun case of 2008 in the Supreme Court. Lots of great reasons to attend, and you can get a full list of all the speakers and all the events. And, of course, there's also other things that just aren't publicized, like after-hours parties and uh, the Alternatives Expo. I'm not sure if that's going on this year, but there's always something else going on at the Liberty Forum. It's a great time. freestateproject.org slash Liberty Forum to get more info, and you can use our 10% discount code, which is 2009FTL. That's 2009FTL. Save yourself a little bit of money on your tickets. Again, dot org slash Liberty Forum. We continue with your calls, and we'll talk to, I believe Tom is on the line in New Hampshire. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark.
5: Uh, Yeah, I'll tell you, you notice something's wrong. You don't know quite what it is, and I'll tell you after I make uh, my point about spring break here, uh, college students going on spring break, uh, it's coming up. And if they would listen up here, they got to spread the word on campus, you know, and put it in like a letter to the college newspaper or call up the college radio station and mention this. Anybody who's leaving the country for spring break because of the drinking age in the United States needs to send postcards to the politicians elected in the district where they live. Notice I don't say their state senator, because they may have voted against that one. Uh, okay. But they're, they're, uh, send uh, postcards to the U.S. representative and the U.S. senators elected in uh, where they live and tell them uh, to please stop tying highway construction money to the drinking age, and I refuse to join the National Guard because Congress and the state legislature don't care about my rights, so why should I care about uh you know serving their government and then to the the state representatives or assemblymen uh house of delegates members and state senators they need to tell them well you know I refuse to join the national guard because you hate me and so you know I don't, why should I sign up to protect your life and your property if you won't even vote to protect my right to liberty and furthermore if you would sell my liberty for highway construction money, would you also sell your daughter for cocaine money? It's just as disgraceful. Okay, and Great points,
0: uh, Tom. I think that would be a pretty persuasive method to uh, to essentially reach out to these awful politicians and uh, make that point to them.
5: Now, uh, what's wrong is too many people are delegating to the government their own responsibilities.
0: This is true. And, and that's what government loves. Government loves to glom onto as much of your responsibility as it possibly can, in order so it can have more control over every single aspect of your life, and thereby uh, successfully extract as much wealth and obedience from you as it can.
5: And I, I read a letter in the paper, just for example, after the ice storm, somebody saying that you know they drove from one gas station to another before they could get some gasoline for their generator back home, because the gasoline stations themselves did not have generators, and they should be required to have generators. And, you know, chances are the fellow never even bothered to write to those oil companies or to the the store's the, and say, gee, why don't you have a generator so that you can pump gas? Probably didn't even bother to tell them. He wants us to us He to just jumped right the to the force.
0: Just re- jumped right to using the weapon of the state. Thank you, Tom, for the call tonight. 800-259-9231. And that's how people are trained. Uh, when you're in a lot of these government schools or indoctrination camps or whatever you want to call them,
1: they take you off to the the local town hall for a field trip, and mm-hmm. they say, or the or the state house, or or they, you know, whatever the the county commissioner's office or whatever and they say look kids this is how laws are made right. this is this is how society is kept safe and then now, they give you an assignment right and then and then the kids all get together and they you know some of the really industrious classes will decide we're going to pass a real law on litter or smoking or, or you know school buses or some some really important thing and you know they they, they, they show how these laws get to go through, and let's sign it in. This is for, you know Mrs. Carter's first grade law, mm-hmm. and they sign that baby in or whatever, and it's just so disgusting that we teach kids that it's okay to force your neighbors to do right. what you want them to do just because you think it's a good
0: idea. Right, when you want to change the world, kids, or at least the area in your immediate surroundings, when you want to change the place where you live... right. You should go through the process of legislating because that's the best way to change things is to threaten your neighbors with violence if right. they don't obey.
1: And, you know, and if you didn't have flags flying outside of these buildings, these buildings, the, the people that were working inside would just be considered, well, armed criminals. They would just be organized crime because they're that's what they do. You know, they've they've legislated oh, Mark, themselves. No, 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 they've no, They've legislated they... themselves the ability to the, the monopoly privilege on force.
0: No, they're not organized crime. They have uniforms and badges. The so does, doesn't. So wear... do the Crips and the Bloods. They have uh, they have well, different colors they wear. It's not as it's it's a little more respectful in the government. They've got suits. And nice slacks and trousers. Well, and that's just because you happen to like the uniforms that that
1: particular gang is wearing. Doesn't mean that what they're doing is good or just. It doesn't qualify
0: as a gang. You get to vote for the people. You get to you get to have a say. Unlike the mafia dons, it's not the same. So I can choose some of the leader. I get to
1: personally have one small, minuscule vote, tiny, tiny little vote for the leaders of the gang. So therefore, it's not force right and you don't get to complain if you don't vote right so two wolves and a sheep justifiably get to decide who's for dinner mm-hmm. that's not fair mm-hmm. no sorry <laughs> any the, more than me hiring a gang to that's come the best i can do kick someone's in the crotch because i don't like them yeah. it's no better than using the government to get what you want
0: Toll free number here, 800 259 9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. We go to Stephen in Colorado. Stephen, you're on Free Talk Live with the Inamar.
6: Howdy. Um, hopefully, well, I, really quickly, I'd like to say some tales into what Tom from the Hedge was saying. You know uh,
0: what? We're uh, You're on a bad sell, Stephen. We're going to try you back here in a bit. Instead, we're going to go to Gene in Tennessee on the AMP line. Hello, Gene.
7: Well, hi, guys. Uh, First of all, I was wondering, after the two wolves and the sheep vote on who's for dinner, on the next meal, what's the vote going to be? Well,
1: (laughs) that's the problem with socialism is that nobody works. You know, sooner or later, the working people are all used up.
0: Uh, Gene, I know you were calling for a reason. Hang on. We'll bring you back. 800-259-9231 is the toll-free telephone number. It is the live Saturday edition. Of Free Talk Live, as always, you can bring up absolutely anything. Take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231.
1: Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area. Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition, and you can dial in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line 800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, freetalklive.com, by the way, features include live streams, so get a broadband version, dial up version, and a webcam version of the show, all free for you at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. Join more than half a million people who've trusted LegalZoom.com for their
1: common legal docu- documents. Incorporate your business, create a living will or trust even register a trademark empowering you protecting you with common legal documents that people trust legalzoom.com use code FTL to save $10 off your order that's legalzoom.com code FTL
0: as we continue here taking your phone calls about whatever you want we'll talk to Gene in Tennessee you're back on Free Talk Live on the Amp line
7: So well, hello well as, as you know the Christian anarchist is a conspiracy theorist and I was uh listening to your conversations yesterday about it, and uh, certainly uh, the fringe conspiracy guys give the rest of us kind of a bad name, but I think also perhaps uh, you guys tend to become unwilling tools of the conspiracy guys themselves because you uh, you try to poo-poo the whole idea. And uh, the best conspiracy theories, I mean the best conspirists, of course, are the ones who— hide the fact that they're conspiring and perhaps even use other conspiracy theorists in order to hide that fact. So, I certainly believe that there are guys at the top that are controlling uh Obama for instance. I don't believe for a minute that he is a a free spirit at all. I believe that he's got an agenda and he has um he has a uh
1: Do you think he's actually um, uh, an android, or do you think that he's uh, (laughs) controlled because they, for instance, are going to kill one of his kids, or do you think that he's uh, controlled because they have like a vial of cyanide in the back of his spine that they'll just release if he doesn't do what they say?
7: I think the zombies ate his brains years ago. But then
1: then um, he's not controlled. Then he's just, uh, you know, brainwashed. Then he, he believes.
7: He's one of those. He's the zombie that comes up from the from the ground and grabs your ankle. Okay. He's one of those guys. No, come on. Which you one was George I'm Bush? No, I don't. George Bush. I don't know what George Bush was. That's a good question. <laughs> but, you know, the fact is
2: conspiracies exist. They they do take place.
0: I don't think now. anybody's on this show ever denied that conspiracies exist. I mean, we talked about last night how uh, whenever you have two people plotting in secret to do something, you have a conspiracy. I think that my point sure. last night was that there are those who eat, bl- uh, breathe, and sleep conspiracy theories and i think that is a tremendous waste of their brain time they could be doing something else and i think that uh that believing in all of these conspiracies that have to do with world domination and the elites controlling everything is a very defeatist mentality and and we've seen the evidence for that time and time again that it you know it does not actually produce anything positive in these people's lives uh, it I, just produces I, obsession
7: i completely agree with you on that fact okay because, uh, the conspiracy th- the conspiracies that exist are not as all encompassing as most of the uh, AJ crowd tends to believe. The conspiracies that actually exist, I believe, you know, because I know the correct conspiracy theories. These other guys <laughs> of course these you are do, just too. a little of course, right. Yeah. So the actual conspiracy is people like uh, the Rockefellers and stuff, and they conspire together to make money. I mean, that's really what they're all about. They're trying to get the most money in their pocket as they can. And these things start out like 30 years ago, as uh, university papers that these guys funded. You know, they funded these things, and they said, well, let's have a North American union because we can make money, blah, 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 blah. So they wind up funding this whole idea and promoting it and getting all these professors that will graduate and fall in line and believe all this crap. And so the professors that believe the crap and promote the crap are not in on the conspiracy theory. It was the ones who originated the thing to begin with. So there's a very small number of people... That are actually in on what's going on, the rest of them are just a bunch of useless tools
0: i don't really I mean, think there's tools. much of a difference between our, our viewpoint gene I think you're absolutely right on that and and that obviously it's not something your belief in that particular system does not threaten your sanity uh it you know you're not obsessed with it you're still able to you're still able to poke fun at your own self and your own beliefs and so I think you you've got a completely healthy uh, belief system
7: but I also that believe that you guys need to take it a little bit more seriously because in everything, Sun Tzu said it very very succinctly when he said you need to know your enemy. And our enemy are these guys at the top who are trying to steal the money out of the pockets of the workers like they're doing through income taxation and put it into the pockets of the bankers, which we're seeing. I mean, this last few months has just been a crazy fulfillment of the conspiracy that's well, gone on for 30 years. All right, Gene, let's say we agree with more.
0: that. Let's say we agree that those people are the ultimate problem. What would you propose as a solution to those well, to dealing with one, those people?
7: Well, number one, people have to know about it. The people are ignorant. They don't know, so they can't react. When the people know, they will react. Now, you can go to Karl, uh, uh, Karl Marx who wrote the Communist Manifesto and he made some very good points about how what he perceived to be capitalism eventually becoming monopoly and then the people would rise up and they would institute socialism. Now we run in we're running into that possibility right now where the revolution is about to occur, but the people are ignorant as to what's causing it. So therefore a socialist uh, agenda is very likely
2: to take its place when we have a revolution, and
7: we that's, don't want
0: that. Well, I don't know if there's a revolution that's necessary for the socialist, ag- agenda. Yeah. The I socialist think we vote, agenda. I think that the, the
1: American people voted that crap in.
0: The socialist agenda is here, but I agree with you, Jim. Yeah. People are ignorant. They are in the dark on what the problem is with this country, and I think that you're right. Uh, getting information into their hands is important, but you know whether it's uh, details on who the evil controlling families are, is, I think is less important than what exactly it is is it's gone on what what has occurred why it is that it's so dangerous and so bad why these belief systems are so destructive rather than some of the uh, the name of obsession that some of the conspiracy theorists out there seem to be uh, to, seem to be just constantly harping on and i thank you for the call tonight good conversation 800 259 9231 so d- did that all make sense mark the idea that a lot of the conspiracy obsessees out there are obsessed with you know pulling back the veil over very specific individuals and pointing their fingers and saying, see, it's the Rothschild banking family and it's been them all along, as though that really does anything to change the situation. Okay, so now you've identified some bankers. How do we deal with the real-life situation of these men with guns calling themselves the government, trying to con- uh, effectively controlling every single aspect of our, our lives that they would de- uh, deem to control? That seems to be the real question to me. I, I I'm of the opinion that there's there's too many
1: questions, and um, you know when you start trying to name names and things like that. I you know I, I, the fact is, if there is a group of people trying to control the world, you know meeting in dark rooms and all that other stuff, the Rothschilds are just a tool, you know? I mean, those people are so nefarious, so dark, they have their tentacles so far that you, sir, don't know who they are. Yeah. So... Let's not, you know, let's not muddy the water with trying to point here, point there. The fact is that the government, and I don't care whether you're talking about the United States government or one of the you know, 170 uh, governments that are all over the world, including state governments. Then when you start looking at state governments and local governments, are far too big and far too intrusive, and they suck people's money away and use it inefficiently. And it's, it's just institutionalized theft, institutionalized th- slavery. Absolutely. So if you're concerned about the Rothschilds getting control, of the Bilderbergers, the, the the Trilateral Commission getting in charge of things, well, it's because of this tool that we've put in place, and the tool that the vast amount of Americans out there think is a good thing
0: that they allow and that they believe this that if they were to just contro- democracy. Well, right, they believe that if they control the tool, then everything will be okay, and that's one of the real core problems, and we, and we should be striking at the root here. Uh, and, of course, the conspiracy theorists will argue that the root is the evil, controlling families, but it's not. you can't strike at that. The root is people's belief in the state, and that it is the, the method to solve problems. If they could come to believe that individuals can solve problems on a voluntary basis, and that's the direction we should move, then all of those evil, controlling families... They won't be able to control anyone anymore because all of the controlled um, things that we're talking about require your consent and your agreement. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday show. You can bring up what you want. Just dial toll free to 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll free line. Ian here with you tonight. And Mark. And you can join us online at Freetalklive.com. All the features we give away. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier for as little as three bucks a month. We take that money in and reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations around the country, bringing more internet listeners on board, and helping expose new people to the ideas of freedom. So if that's valuable to you, head over to AMP.freetalklive.com, get signed up. You'll get access to perks like the AMP Only Call In Lines Chat Room Forum and more. Again, that's AMP freetalklive.com And the amplifiers allow us to, again, do advertising for the shows. We can reach out to other radio stations, and we can promote the show. And actually, the more stations we get on, the better things get, because, well, the reality of this business is it's kind of a monkey-see-monkey-do business. There are some stations that uh, have the courage to take Free Talk Live in the early days. And thank you so much to all of our uh, early adopter radio stations out there. I think we're still kind of in the early adopter phase for the show. Uh, but recently, we've had some bigger stations sign on, like WFLA in Tampa. Uh, of course, all, we've also been on a 25,000-watt FM station in South Carolina, WSC-FM. WFTL w- down in Miami. Yep, WFTL is huge uh, down there. W- was NTK in uh, Indianapolis? No, uh, S-W-X-N-T. And so we've gotten some of the numbers back from some of the, uh, the ratings books on, uh, on, at these stations, and Free Talk Live has been doing great. Uh, I mean, we've brought up some numbers from the toilet for some of these stations. For they, whatever they were airing before us was doing awful. They put Free Talk Live in, maybe just for a Saturday night show, and we bring the ratings up. So
1: yeah. it's, it's, it's just a rule when it, for Free Talk Live on your news talk station? we get ratings. so um, I mean, people might be horrified at what they hear. They might be shocked, but their fingers are they are they're frozen to the dial. They cannot move the dial. So
0: thank you to all the amplifiers for making it possible for all of this to happen. Of course, thanks to you if you got an Arbitron diary. 800-259-9231. Let's go to your phone calls. Ladies first. Cheryl is on the line listening to WFLA in Tampa.
8: Hey, guys. Hi, Cheryl. Um, th- you kind of hit the nail on the head with what you just said. I kind of stumbled onto you. I drive home from work on a Saturday night, and... uh Heard you guys the first couple times I heard you, and I thought, what obnoxious jerks have they got on the radio? Right you sound like now? my wife. Yeah, and, and, you know, I grew up very conservative, grew up in Kansas, moved to Florida, um, but you guys have really opened my mind.
0: Um, well, now, wait a minute. You opened your mind. We just gave you a few uh, I don't know. Tips. You
8: know, like I said, I, I was, it was more of a, like a car wreck. I couldn't <laughs> turn away. You really? know, I had to listen to you because I'm like, I cannot believe what these guys are saying. And... Uh, You know, so I was a little, you know, I'm 43, you know, my daughter's 24, she'll be 25 this year, and, Mm -hmm. you know, it was kind of the the stuff that was coming out of her mouth that I just took as kind of a, just a crazy youth thing, but um, you guys have have absolutely opened my mind. I mean, I, 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 what inspired you to be this way? Were you raised in this environment, or? no.
1: I'm just, like, I'm an ethnic conservative, (laughs) too. Because
8: I'm thinking of 43, I'm seeing the light, you know, even through college I was, you know, ultra conservative, and. You know, I I still have certain beliefs in that way, but, you know...
1: Same I here, mean, I, I could really do, you know, like, sort of consider myself to be a conservative. Now, I know that when other people listen to that word, they hear something else. So oh, they do. And I they don't use clothes. that term. Yeah. I, u- I use libertarian um, so that people get a better even idea. Even that term is but being they don't poisoned. Know what, yeah, they
0: don't even know what that term means. Um, right.
8: Well, I've called myself a liberal conservative, so I guess a libertarian would probably...
0: But uh, unfortunately, now, one of the things that's frustrating to me is that uh, the term libertarian has been poisoned by, uh, by these conservative types that have essentially taken over the Libertarian Party. And, it's uh, a very and hip exactly.
1: thing to call oneself in, if you're in uh, talk radio. Yeah, right even in
0: talk radio. I mean, uh, there are guys that claim to be libertarians, and they don't even come close to, uh, to that idea. And to, to answer your question, uh, I was brought up in a Republican family in down in Florida, as you were as well. Uh, Actually, your parents were one and one weren't they? one and one, one but, in but my grandmother...
1: Who was really the, uh, the the matriarch of it all? I mean, the one who raised right. me was uh, was a Republican.
0: And I, uh, at some point, discovered it was around when I was turning eighteen. Uh, I discovered Harry Brown's book, uh, Why Government Doesn't Work. And you know what? I don't remember who it was that put that in my hands, but for whatever reason, it it came to me, and uh, and I read it, and was you know, it was one of those world changing events uh, for me. And ever since then, I've just been on this trajectory toward uh, toward as much freedom as I can possibly attain in my life. So. I hope that answers your question. Wow.
8: Well, thank you guys very much. Um, I'm a, I listen every Saturday night now. Thanks. And, I think it's wonderful. Uh, trying to spread the word. I think to the collective consciousness of the United States right now is kind of, you know, just hanging and looking for something else to believe in that. You know, we just can't believe in what's going on right
0: now. Right? So, who could possibly, after after looking at what we have out in front of us, who could possibly want to continue on in this red team, blue team, uh, mindless mentality? Right. That I people got tricked have? on that one well, already. I, you know, I, I don't want to get tricked again with the,
1: with, the, with the contract with America part two. You know, <laughs> right, I don't and
8: I, that. I, I don't want to appear to the world that we're two separate entities here in the United States, always fighting with each other. You know, that's what we're going to appear to the to everybody else if we keep this up. And I don't like that. I You know, you hear about that in other countries, and, you know, they eventually go to war, and I don't want to see, you know, something like that happen, and I don't want to see the United States thought of in that way, of two separate people that just can't agree on anything. And so, you know, get the word out. I'm telling as many people as I can to listen to your show and...
0: You know I, wish I wonder you guys all the best I wonder Cheryl, how many uh, people see it in in that light I mean because if you think about it. You probably don't know what the two parties are over in Australia, or however many parties there are over there. There's You'd usually probably...
1: something they call conservatives and something they call yeah, liberals. They, right, you may yeah. kind
0: of be generally aware, but you probably don't really know that much. I would guess, I mean, I'm just speculating here based on some of the things I've heard, that a lot of the people around the world just, they just hate the United States government because of its world imperialism. They, they probably right. aren't even that concerned with the internal yeah. political uh, silly nonsense that goes on here. They probably are just more concerned concerned with the external results of, you know, the U.S. going and building military bases in 700 locations around the world, uh, right. over 130 countries, and kind of the reality of, of what that means. I think that if, I mean, I, I don't know how obsessed I would be or interested I would be in knowing what the internal politics were of a country that came and set up a military base. I would just be pretty pissed that they were doing something like that.
8: Exactly. I would, too. Well, thanks again, Great guys. call,
0: to Cheryl. Rise. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate you. it. Take nice care. to know that we've got the lady listeners out there, even on the AM band. It's always nice
1: to hear that. Well, talk radio, it, it, you know, it, it does draw in a certain female contingent. I wish it drew in more, but uh, it does seem to be a largely male purview. So, uh,
0: well, yeah. maybe we can help change that on Free Talk Live with our
1: Ladies Come First phone policy. We really got uh, some really great ratings. What was it? Uh, WSC um, for the female listenership recently this oh, week. Oh,
0: no, we can't announce those. Okay. Can't announce us. But, but we did get some really great ratings in one of our markets. Uh, Was that market? I can't. I can't okay. say anymore. Can't say anything else. 800-259-9231. We continue with your phone call. So yes, a typical kind of a uh, Cheryl story is kind of like a typical listener story, isn't it? Like they come across it's the show. Really it's really happened to us. us. It's what well, being well, shocked.
1: We, well, you, we heard the ideas of liberty, and individually for me, I've you know I've, I've been plodding along. I'm like I said, I'm an ethnic conservative. I don't like new ideas,
0: but. <laughs> You know when when they seem logical, what else are you going to do you can 't deny it and 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 it works on any anybody um anybody that 's listening, anybody that is willing to give a new idea at least a try mm-hmm. uh, it 'll work on anybody and so you 've got Cheryl who comes from this conservative background, whereas we 've had other people who 've called us saying. Guys, I was a died-in-the-wool socialist. I mean, I was More a card card-carry- yeah, card-carrying socialist, commie or whatever. And after three weeks of listening to your show, I'm I'm on board with the liberty movement. So it's just it's a tremendous message because of its consistency, because it's based in a principle. And these other guys that are out there, these other talk show hosts, they don't understand what principles are. They don't even have the slightest grasp on what principle is. The other talk show hosts out there in this business, whether they be, uh, you know, on Air America or whether they be Rush Limbaugh or some of these other guys what they do is they just get out and they tout their political viewpoint, and their well, political viewpoint is based on what the uh, red team or blue team says it's think, supposed to be. I think, I, I've always been, I was a Rush
1: Limbaugh fan, still am a Rush Limbaugh fan in the sense that I think he's a very talented broadcaster. However, I, I, I think that he's either wrong or bought and paid for. One of the two. Um, now, but, you know, I, when when back in 1980 or 1993 or whatever, when I started listening to him, it made some sense. You know, that let's, let's get this contract with America pushed through let's uh, see what life's going to be like when we get the republicans in because obviously uh, you know the the democrats are the party of the big government and la 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 you know let's let's go ahead and give something new so 2000 to 2006 we had a all republican house senate uh, White House, the whole deal. And they we rolled got back the government to the bare, bare bones, didn't right. they? The, the party of small government uh, slashed everything to the bone. No, he grew <laughs> the government. He grew the government more than 60, uh, almost doubled the size While of the government. While claiming,
0: one of them, was it Trent Lott or somebody like that, one of those political guys, claimed actually in public that they'd sliced it to the bone that's it we've done all we can people
1: <laughs> and so I, I, I bought the i already i you know i, I bought the 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 story the
0: yeah.
1: hook line and sinker you can't lie to me again no i
0: will not be tricked again thank you toll free number 800-259-9231 that is the sacl c a i toll free line now how long will the liberals uh, continue putting up with the lies how long will they continue to believe that obama is their savior when it he proves that he's not hour two's coming up would you like to help others find free Talk live you can help us advertise market and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com consider becoming a free talk live amplifier now for three dollars a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's a live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up whatever you want via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line as we launch here in hour number two of the show. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Let's go right back into your phone calls. And we'll start things out by talking with Dave in Montana, listening to KGEZ. Hello, Dave. Hello. Hey, Dave, what's on your mind?
9: Uh, liberty is a great thing, but what tags along a lot is corruption. And, and conspiracy is just a game plan in attaining power to control that corruption. No, wait, 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 That's hold on a second,
0: Dave. Well, you said liberty that, is a great thing, but it ta- what tags along is corruption. I don't understand.
9: Because of the greed and evil within people. Because when there's liberty, it's easy to set up a corruption. But How? Anyway, and the corruption is always present in politics. And I agree that's with that, Brent's but if you mean, have
0: politics, you don't have... When catch
9: these guys betraying the great public trust, they should be punished to the fullest of the extent of the law. I, I, I agree with that. I bring up these two judges in Pennsylvania mm. that were busted for filling up a juvenile detention home with kids ruining lives and families. And buying a boat, and a and the boat was named Real Justice. Yeah, I they heard only about that get one. seven years.
0: What a you joke! You get caught
9: growing a plant of cannabis, a plant that will feed you, clothe you, house you, and fuel you. They'll take your kid. They'll take your car. They'll take your house. Yep. Take your bank account. Put you in jail for 25 years. Today's St. Valentine's Day. Seven people died on this day in 32, 33, whatever it was, and it changed the prohibition deal. 4,000 a year die each year with the drug war. Lift the prohibition on drugs and stop half of the corruption that goes on.
0: If not more than that, I'm with you, man, 100%. And, And
9: it's time that good people stand up and and scream about this because this is the corruption that is ruining our liberty.
0: Well, now you and, don't and actually. And people have... are
9: afraid of that word, liberty. Like that last caller, that lady. When when true freedom talk is occurring, it scares the crap out of people because they're too they're too free. There's never all freedom only expands. When freedom starts to contract, it's no longer freedom. And we've been contracting Liberty. Well, that's what I was freedom. going to say.
0: Liberty is not really around anymore uh, because you're all you're controlled in so many ways. And as you brilliantly pointed out, thank you, Dave, for the call tonight. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. And I, I I I don't know. Maybe we're just a, a little confused on the premise there. But it there there can absolutely still be corruption in the um, in a, a situation of liberty if if you are in an. In a world where we truly have a free market, uh, we truly have a voluntary society... Could there still be corruption in that? Could somebody try to cook the books at their business and siphon some money off of the top or something like that, some sort of corrupt-style activity? Could that still go on? Sure, it could still go on. But the corruption level, if that were the case, would be far lower than what we have today because what we have now is a governmental system that is so widespread, so uh, intrusive in our lives and so powerful that – it attracts those who would like to be corrupt. It, it attracts the corruptible and it attracts the corrupted, and it gives them the ability to wield power over innocent people's lives, which just gives them far more opportunities to uh, to essentially utilize their corruption for their own gain and uh, and again wield power over other people's lives at the same time. Whereas if it's just somebody who's who's embezzling from their business or something like that, he's not affecting or that corruption right. is not affecting as many people it's in that like, you aren't forced to buy from his business. Right.
1: Right. Cor- corruption or uh, greed really don't have any effect uh, you know, on a large scale unless there's power involved. And power is enacted through the force of guns, usually in the form of uh, government. So if you have a small, weak government, or none at all, which is what uh, you propose, um, and, uh, if you have a small, weak government, people can't use that as a tool to get what they want. Exactly. So, you you, you know, if you think that Walmart is poisoning the atmosphere or something like that, well, they're doing it because of their relationships with the government they're doing it through zoning restrictions that don't allow other competition you know all all of these things people think that it's it's the corporations that are coming to get us and they're destroying the planet no it's not no it's not it's that government that you're talking about it's that power
0: of the worker the government is a corporation but yes uh, you're absolutely right government is institutionalized corruption that's what it is because even if you elect somebody who claims to be a holy roller even if you elect somebody who you know says i'll do the right thing and i'll you know govern in this way and i'll be a better governor than these other people have been you're giving them access to Controlling others, you're giving them access to the gun in the room. The state is an—it's essentially just an an agency of coercive violence. It's a violent monopoly, and there's no way that a violent monopoly, even in the hands of the right people, can not be corrupt. I mean, just the whole—the whole whole concept is inherently corrupt. The the idea of controlling other people's lives at the threat of violence seems corrupt to me. I, I understand, and we've uh, moved, you know, from
1: in in some cases towards more violent government, in some cases towards, um, you know, less violent governments, um, you know, and I I hope that the uh, the evolution of humankind comes to the point where we don't have to use violence to to get, uh, you know, get to, to use violence to get what we want. But I think that it's pretty easy for people to imagine things like, well, if we just you know, took, just let the government handle the roads and, you know, police, then anything beyond that, eh, you know, that it, it's just people getting what they want. Now, I understand where you're coming from. Go it ahead. makes
0: me think of uh, Dale's com strip this week where he introduces a new character. It's a great online comic strip. If you haven't been, AnarchyInYourHead.com introduces his new character, the Minarchist, who uh, looks really crazy. And, uh, really, I believe he's called the, tri- the prankster. The pr- no, no, I don't think so. But, okay. But... Um, but he introduces this new character. He looks really uh, z- zonked and crazy, and he says, uh, I believe that government is inefficient and can't do anything right, and that's why we need to put it in charge of the most important things, like roads and police. <laughs> and let's go to your phone calls. Let's talk to Stephen in Colorado. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Stephen. Hello. Hey, you're on the air on Free Talk Live.
6: All right. Um, what I want, I just, well, before I had a bad cell phone connection, but i, I I sort of wanted to say something really quickly to dovetail into what Tom from New Hampshire was saying about how people run straight to the government. When the Katrina thing happened in New Orleans, um, there was a guy at work who said he was going to donate money, but then it, it occurred to him, where's our government in all of this?
10: So I thought
6: that was a pretty sad So wait, well, hold on.
0: He was going to donate money, but then asked where the government was and then decided to not donate? Exactly. Because he'd like, already where, paid why? money to the government?
6: I think that was what he was thinking. Yes. Yeah. So, is I my see. connection okay this time? Yeah, you said yeah. fine.
0: I'm just I'm just okay. making sure I'm understanding what it is you're saying. That's all.
1: So you're saying that uh, what would have been, um, you know, charity, people, somebody doing the right thing was forestalled because that person felt like uh, they had already given in the form of taxes and that kind of thing. Is that what you're there saying?
6: There you go. See, That's you, it. And, 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 and also footnote that it's. The, uh, job of the government is the obvious job of the government to take care of that stuff. After all, what do we pay taxes for?
1: I understand, and you know, that this is where the, the sort of, this is the problem that government creates is that it can't do anything right. Um, it does it a very poor job at administering things like welfare or, you know, That's disaster relief. relief or anything like that. So when it gets involved, it then, you know, requires seven, eight, nine times the amount of money um, to do the same things a charity would. Likely they're going to do things in a much bigger way than the charity would without really helping people anymore, but much bigger way. So they they really are spending a hundred times what the charity would and they're not getting near the results. So right. it's best if charities handle these things, and it's best if people donate to them. And I know that the concerns are that, whoa, people won't donate enough. Well, charities are far more efficient than the government, so they don't need to donate as well, much. Well,
0: and it would also be oh, best the- if the government people would allow the charities to actually come in and do the work, especially in a disaster scenario. I mean, there are huh. actually, in many cases, prevented, physically prevented by the police from entering a disaster relief area. Oh, no, no, we don't need you. Uh, uh, Walmart, turn that truck full of water and ice around. We don't want you here. That's exactly what they did. I know you're calling for another reason. We'll bring it back here, Stephen, in a moment. 800-259-9231 is the number. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. That, again, toll-free, 800-259-9231, number brought to you by SACL CAI. More free talk live in moments. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. You can bring up anything. Just dial the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, by the way. 800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features, and they're all free. Unlike those other talk show hosts that want to charge you for their website, Shrine.freetalklive.com is one of the features. It is the lady listeners of the show. Not all of them. Those who have self-selected and decided to send themselves uh, send us a validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Head over to Shrine.freetalklive.com and see it for yourself. And lady listeners, you are invited to become a part of the Shrine. All the details are there at Shrine.freetalklive.com. You folks in Florida, listen up. It's the 57th running
1: of America's legendary sports car classic Saturday, March the 21st at Sebring International Raceway. You know... The people come from all over the. country. I was going to say, if these. you're a
0: racing fan, this yeah. is big.
1: Yep, yeah, this is uh, this is the Grand Prix racing. They turn both ways on this one. Uh, the Mobile <laughs> Mobile Twelve Hours of uh, Sebring, um, f- sponsored by Fresh from Florida, features the fastest race cars in the world. <laughs> Gates open Wednesday, March the 18th, for four days of action, culminating with a big 12-hour classic on Saturday, March the 21st. For ticket information, visit SebringRaceway.com or call 800. 800- Six two six race Sebring Raceway dot com. I went and saw this once. It is an amazing thing.
0: And let's continue here with your phone call, Stephen in Colorado. You're back on Free Talk Live. Got some calls lining up. So, what were you calling in about tonight?
6: Okay, really quickly, I just kind of hope you guys can help me sort this out. I um, there was no mandatory public education in the United States until the 1830s or so. 1830s or so, and um, people think that if we Pushed a button, pushed Leonard Reed's magical button, and got rid of uh, the government or, or education uh, that only the wealthy could afford to read, uh, could afford to excuse me, could afford to learn to read, to go to school, etc. So
1: such nonsense. And, right. Go ahead. It's the idea that if yes. we got rid of public school, that suddenly America would become illiterate, and it's exactly. absolutely nuts. Um, it well, doesn't make yeah, any sense at all.
6: Right, and and the evidence is against uh, against people who think that, and and to. I was looking. I wanted to make my own ketchup. I, I, I like to do weird stuff once in a while. I wanted to make my own ketchup. thought that might be kind of a fun thing to do. And I've, I've, uh, I have an aunt, and she has a reprint of a uh, mid-18th century American cookbook. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a reprint. It's not original. And uh, I thumbed through it, and sure enough, I found a ketchup recipe in there. Over 200-year-old ketchup recipe is kind of neat, and I used it. And as I'm making this ketchup, it occurred to me, oh, hold on. Who did they write the cookbooks for if only the wealthy <laughs> could afford to uh to have an education yeah certainly wealthy women you know wealthy women don't sit around making ketchup uh and and uh making stuff cooking stuff no, They're,
0: the servants would do oh, something like that
6: exactly, and the servants would have to know how to read in order to uh to read that cookbook Who absolutely were the cookbook written for. If not for just the average Joe back then, the
1: founding the fathers found, uh, you know, they, they stated in I believe it was Jefferson, it might have been Adams, and I, I don't, I hate to, be, I hate to mention a name when I don't know for sure, but uh, said that by and large everybody was uh, literate, literate around them.
0: Well, think about it. I mean, the literacy rate had to be better back then. Number one, government schools weren't around. Number two, there wasn't any television or anything like that to distract like, you. With.
1: If if the idea is that uh, that if without government education, then a certain a certain amounts of people would not educate their children will look like a percentage w- of a percent or right, something m- maybe I, I don't know what that percentage is but uh, well let's look at this for a second um you know now currently with the in, on a national scale 20 percent of students get out of high school functionally illiterate 40 mm-hmm, percent in right. some regions so yep, in your right. region you can guarantee it's 10 or 15 percent just because that's what the math is so mm-hmm. What's what's the worst thing that could happen here? Yeah. That ten or fifteen percent of the Americans couldn't read? Well, I mean, we already have that. For Thanks. God's sake, we're spending fifteen thousand dollars per student yeah. when you can send them to a pri- public school or excuse me, a private school for half that in most places. You can send them for half the money, but no, we have to spend all this money in order to what? Get a
0: 20% illiteracy rate? In order to uh, give the administrators and the teachers sweet, sweet retirement right. it's packages. It's all
1: about unions, baby. It's all about jamming unions down Americans' throats.
0: Thanks, Stephen, for the call tonight. Great points. I right. uh, appreciate your time. You 800-259-9231. Know, I don't have any
1: problem with unions as long as they stay the heck out of government. But when I am forced to deal with one, mm-hmm. when the fact is that a teacher's union, I have to I have to give my money over to the public school. Or they'll then that steal public your school, house. Right. Or otherwise, they'll take my house away from me. And that public school has unionized teachers that, um, you know, they've got the, the National Association of Educators out there just pushing and pushing them for how much money these people get. And I, God bless them. I'm sure they do a great and important job, but... Are they? Is, is, should they be getting paid more than the average individual they when be they paid work 185 what the, days a year? They should
0: be paid what the market says they're worth, and we don't know what that is. Yes, we do. They, it's in public. It's in private. Private. It's, school not, a free, it's, not, it's a not a true free market. It's not a true free market. So we don't know exactly what it would be because we don't have true competition in education. We have a restricted, a severely restricted marketplace in education, and we need to try something new, like getting the government the hell out completely. Let's continue with your calls, Benjamin, listening to WFLA in Clearwater florida hello benjamin you're on free talk live benjamin going once hello
4: hello i need. i'm i'm thinking about how um this word socialism is um is treated and it seems that the people that are treated that way are pretty much the um the haves and my 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 idea is that were this a homogenous country like japan or sweden there wouldn't be this this big deal about helping people that's on the bottom of the fact that the country is browning, I believe that the uh the people who have maintained the uh the money and power uh they resent the fact that the country is browning and they don't want to share with people that don't look like that.
0: The country what? is browning. What does that mean?
4: That means that uh, population wise, just like the earth, uh the earth's population is browning. That means it's becoming more um uh, more people of color, quote unquote, as opposed to just Caucasian. Um and that is one of the reasons why American or particularly for the Republicans, they find it so hard because their their state of mind to so uh um, you think that people don't want to pay
1: that. welfare and for public schools and things like that because they're bigoted?
4: Well Essentially. yeah because they don't realize that the majority of people whose welfare is uh yeah are white like them and, but because the news media pretty much portray the the black welfare mother so, but it's just inconceivable i accept
1: i don't uh, want to pay for that. welfare or um i don't want to pay for public schools and i don't want to pay for any of that stuff and i don't yeah. care if it's for white people You're or black people or mexican people i mean but well,
4: like, i, I hardly find it, I, I find it i guess I have to accept the fact that there are people uh that are like that that uh Really, uh, they they have no no. The ideology is pretty much, I guess, is darnistic, like every man for himself.
1: Wait 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 wait. Hey, I just donated seven hundred dollars to J- St Jude's Hospital for kids with cancer. Am I in it for myself, or do I just not want to use an inefficient system that forces people to do something? I mean, you know what? I
4: don't think that, f- that donation what, really really uh w- w- account on what I'm talking about. People, have, everyone has they have their pet their pet. Charities for one reason, uh, personal reason. Uh, oh, now, or, or now the fact so that, that I, I don't need a Your charity isn't good enough, Mark. Right, my, my
1: Kids with cancer aren't good enough. Okay.
4: Well, I didn't say it wasn't good enough. I'm not saying. I'm saying that that does that does not. If you're being defensive, that does not exclude you. Uh, with that statement, would not would not exclude you from possibly being. One of the type of people I'm talking about. So I say that that's, a, 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 that's not a good example.
0: Okay, I want to come back and talk to you more about this because uh, I think there's some confusion. I think there's some miscommunication going on here and I want to clear it up. So we're going to bring you back if you'll hang on. 800 259 9231. It's easy for somebody to hear Mark say, Well, I don't want to pay for these things and think you're some kind of cold hearted evil man. And that's not what you were saying at all. So we'll clear it up.
11: This
1: program is brought to you by FreeKeen.com. FreeKeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. FreeKeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. FreeKeen.com
0: This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up anything. Just dial the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features we give to you. So enjoy those, including updates you get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something fresh to announce about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com. dot com. Get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. dot com. Too small for
1: me dot com. That's with the numeral two, the numeral four, too small for me dot com. You use it to give away all your all the baby stuff you're not using. You can use it to get free baby stuff it's an exchange site
0: so it's no you don't sell stuff
1: there no it's not a it's not an eBay it's okay. just an exchange site and you can you know give away because you know, there's all this good baby stuff out there that you know, essentially gets sent to secondhand stores and yeah you're like only that. gonna
0: get 25 cents at a garage sale for it or whatever so you might as well just give it away yep just give it away at too small for com check it out Cool. All right. So we continue here, uh, and we're gonna go back to Ben, who is on the line, listening to WFLA in Florida. Now, Ben, you called up. We we're talking about uh, charity and and helping people that are in need of assistance. And Mark kind of came off as sounding like uh, an old angry man who didn't want to pay taxes. And but that's not because you don't want to help people, Mark. It's because you uh, you resent being forced to pay for these programs, it's not, right? It's,
1: it, I wouldn't even go that far. I would, it's, uh, you know, if the programs were administered well, I might, you, you might be able to convince me, but the fact is that they're not, they're wasted, and then, um, you know, the, the way that they're administered actually binds people into a state of poverty. Rather than giving them a helping hand to get out of poverty, a great deal of them, you'll, you'll see two and three <laughs> generations on welfare.
0: So, Ben, uh, with all that in mind, how do you feel about the idea of essentially making these uh, welfare services you're talking about voluntary options and allowing people to choose for themselves how to spend their money and choose individually who uh, to which organizations to donate?
4: Well, I I think, first off, uh, an economy that is capable of sustaining the middle class and for the lower middle class that have dreams and aspirations and talents uh, to move up an economy like that will make it so that that types of, uh, of economy makes it so that less people uh, has to uh, go through uh, the situation of needing this type of help. So here's the deal is this. Uh, the people that speak in in this manner about, oh, I don't want, about the taxes, um, uh, they're generally uh, people that are, that are, are not, uh, in other words, We've had a situation where we've had that now for a past eight years of this type of thing, and what's happened is that wait, wait, wait—we happened... realize that
1: George Bush has grew many of the entitlement programs out there. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, maybe you have the hope that uh, Barack Obama will administer them better, or maybe even fund them more. Entitlements
4: are fine, but the economy—the people don't want entitlements. People want a good-paying job uh, yep. they, that they can go to, sure, and benefits and uh, an opportunity, to perhaps. Uh, Maybe get on eBay and and and, and uh, make a million dollars selling baseball baseball cards from attic an attic because they're such a, a marketing genius. Mm-hmm. So that's what people want. These entitlements and this sort of thing, uh, people get that because the, the, when the private sector uh, fails, and, and the reason why the private sector fails is a basic human uh, element of greed. And on top of that, in America, there's there's a certain about greed. There's classism. There's racism. Look at all the people in in, in Appalachia. Who still have outhouses? These people need help. No, no, no one on Wall Street or uh, these these are uh, rent Republicans uh, like like Sean ever, ever talk about actually uh, making an economy that's going to help these people. Right? Here's my question
0: for you. I I see where you're coming from when you say that greed is a problem. But and 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 you know maybe it may be the case that in some instances in the fr- private market there are some greedy people and they have some uh, you know some bad things happen as a result of their greed that may be that may be but true. See how you might deny that it's mean, obviously so. But what would be the situation if those same greedy people that you believe are causing so much trouble actually got their hands on power? What if greedy people who are just normally businessmen and only running their business and being greedy in that way? What if those same greedy people ended up having the ability to uh control the lives of others Benjamin how do you feel like that would go
4: Oh you mean like politicians yes.
0: Yeah exactly
4: yeah, But 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 it, because I mean because you do have politicians some like you have Romney
0: yeah, politicians that I don't care what their names their are, dude. They're all the same to more. me. I, I, I don't I care what po- what party they're in. I don't care who, where they come from. I don't care what color they are or whatever. They are politicians. They are people who want to control the lives of others, and I don't so appreciate that, so that what they're doing. Huh?
4: Okay. So, but you're a libertarian. What, what you saying? These politicians are not. Uh, they, they don't control the lives of others. The the, the the electorate by by staying home, twenty, thirty percent uh even Chavez got it was something like 64% 66% just, it doesn't just, uh, matter if 100% turnout
0: no, so no, we, no, 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 it doesn't matter. Look, Ben, I'm sorry, dude. It doesn't matter if 100% of people come out and vote. The choices are crap, and the system is awful. Even, even if the choices were good, violence, Even if there were some great choices.
4: You're one of the people that's for the 13 Articles of the Federation, the United States Constitution. No, I'm for so abolishing the there, United States, right, actually. Okay,
0: yeah. I'm for uh, I'm for ending the federal government and having uh, 50 separate states, and I'd like to abolish them too. While we're at it,
4: I understand that, and I'm glad I'm, I'm glad that. But see, we're moving forward, and the electorate did vote, and they voted to not do exactly what you're talking about. We're not going to destroy the union,
0: did not for anything like that, for
4: faith, not for new uh, confederates. That you know, here's the, the problem. New the voters. problem
0: is force. You, I mean, do you think it's okay to force your neighbor to do things?
4: Well, yes.
0: Thought, okay okay's okay to force
4: my it's it's okay to, for, to, to force my neighbor to, to, to turn to, to don't pollute the, the, with, with, with uh, excessive volume uh, excessive noise and yeah and, and, and uh, perhaps trafficking and in, in, in and having a having a meth lab explode yes and
1: yes. Well, I can see I can see how you would, would not want your neighbor to threaten your property in the sense of you know noise pollution or you know explosion going on, but uh, you know would you do you think it's okay to threaten your neighbor if they don't uh, give money to your favorite welfare program? You talking about paying taxes. Well, you can call think, it whatever I, you I, want. You know
4: what, I, this, this, this is what I think. I, I think this really this, this problem, this whole thing, this issue it's really it still goes back to race. Because because (sighs) deep down inside, the photograph in people's mind when they think welfare, they think of the project. Wait, let me tell you
1: that's not what I think. I mean, you're telling me what I think. Oh, I've been in plenty not, of trailer parks, my
0: friend. I've been in plenty of trailer parks down there in Florida, and I know exactly who's in those trailer parks, and it's plenty of white trash. I, there's right, no so doubt about that. So today. don't what, try to tra- don't try say this, this is about race. Sir, for not, me, this is you, all you. about force. This is all about being threatened with violence oh. and having my house stolen from me and my family destroyed. If I don't want to go along with their little system, whoever it is they are, whether they are Republicans or they are Democrats, if I don't go so, along uh, with their plan, Will hurt me, moment. sir. What do you say to that?
4: Okay, I can. This is where I can understand where you're coming from. Uh, I think it's called the World Press Photo Awards, and I think it was in the St. Pete Times uh, today or yesterday, where where they had the guy that, that won. It was a, a picture of this this uh, sheriff with his gun drawn in this house that had been foreclosed, and this this you know furniture just strewn all over the place, just abandoned as people moved out. And it does make you. Look at the fact that that this is happening. Here's, a, here's this guy creeping around in these people's house, looking in closets, like perhaps someone's hiding. He feels threatened. That all goes back to the economy. I guarantee you this. This conversation, uh, uh, you're not gonna you'll pick up people with your point of view when the economy is really, really bad. But as the economy uh, gets good, people don't think about going backwards and demolishing and dismantling the government. The government—that's not going a, backwards, a sir.
0: No, no, no. That's not going backwards. That's advancing to the next step of of uh, mankind's evolution. It's evolving past the need to control others. It's evolving past the desire to force your neighbors to obey uh, the arbitrary diktats of a bunch of other men and women that they're not even—you know—they don't have any relation to. Uh, the government is an antiquated idea. It's the—it's the plan. Plantation expanded, uh, incredibly large.
4: Are we more socially secure and sophisticated? Uh, than Sweden or or, or Japan Boy, Wait a
0: minute wait a minute uh what about North Korea they've got a lot of government over there too how about Cuba how, about Cuba? how sophisticated that's, are they that's, that's, thanks for that's... the call Ben 800-259-9231 and by the way, we just we've gotten some uh
1: some uh, emails from people in Sweden they say it's it's terrible over there that the, the, the socialism stifles
0: everything One eight yeah absolutely 800-259-9231 that is the Sekel-CAI toll free line it's not going back to anything i don't want to go back to the old days i don't want to return slavery, we still have slavery today and it needs to end. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, the live Saturday edition. You can bring up anything. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. If you like this show, you can learn how to promote Free Talk Live. Just go to promote.freetalklive.com. you see a whole list of things you can do to help get Free Talk Live into more ears around the country and around the world. Head over to promote.freetalklive.com. Adam Eve has a special, or AdamEve.com rather, has a special offer for you. Go to AdamEve.com and get 50% off of one item when you type FTL for the offer code coupon checkout. Plus, with your order of $17 or more, they'll throw in a free gift. Get 50% off with offer code FTL at AdamEve.com. As we continue with your phone calls about what you want, ladies first, we go to Tammy Ray in Alabama. Hello, Tammy Ray.
11: It's Tommy Ray Tommy okay. Tommy Ray. I apologize. Oh, okay, that's okay. I'd like to just say not in a bad disparaging way, but I think President Obama has gotten off on the wrong foot. How so? so I think this stimulus package that he's proposing and people are just yah yahing over it and he says that he is a compromise, but I just don't think he really and truly has a real compromise. I just think he's lying to us as a nation.
0: Wait a minute, wait a minute. You think the President of the United States would lie to people? <laughs>
11: yes, the predecessor did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, I, I must congratulate you for being very observant, and I think you're absolutely right. Of course he's lying. He's a politician. That's what they do. But yet Americans still seem to fall in line and believe these people. It's just amazing, isn't it?
11: Well, I, I, yes, and I believe he's a naturalized Kenyan citizen. I don't believe he's a... United States president.
0: Well, you and know, it seems to me that's kind of a distraction. I, I I see where you're coming from, and I understand why people are concerned because you know they believe that the Constitution actually matters to people in Washington D.C. When in point of fact, well, it, I know doesn't. it doesn't. Um, but so I can understand where you're coming from there. But I think the real fact that the, the real thing that people need to pay attention to is what is this man saying? What is it that he believes? Not where is it that he? You know, what plot of land he was born uh, on, which he was born, and oh, yeah. what he believes in is the state. He believes in the Government, just as his predecessor did, just as George Bush and just as the other pre- uh, presidents have in the twentieth, you know, in this part of the twentieth century, he believes that the state is all and that uh, more government intrusion in people's lives is appropriate, and well, that's yes. what we're going to get over the next several years.
11: Oh, yes, I, I know that, and I understand all of that, and it's not he he's want to, wanting to do, do the second new steel as the first new. Steal was done in the 30s. I want to call it a deal, but it's really a steal.
0: Yep. I hope we don't even get to that point. And I thank you for the call tonight, Tammy Ray, or uh, Tommy Ray, rather. Thank you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You know, it'd be nice if uh, we started to see some secession before we get to that point. I'll keep my fingers crossed for it. Let's continue with your phone calls about what you want. Uh, let's go to Gene listening to KBYO in Louisiana. Hello, Gene. Hello. Hey, Gene. You're on the air on Free Talk Live.
9: Oh. All right, how are you doing
12: tonight? Good evening,
0: sir. What's on your mind?
12: I was I was listening to your uh last people there talking and uh I I don't understand what they get against uh, President Obama cuz uh I mean like you said all all politicians lie. Mm-hmm. And what I can't understand is the other fella on there, he he uh he come across as everything was uh racial. Well, there's nothing racial about the United States. I mean, we're over that point.
3: Well, I uh, think some people are. I feel
12: that we're. I feel that we're way above, or up on that hill of getting over that point. I agree. And uh, what I can't understand is uh, why why people can't get jobs. I mean, uh, if 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 there's no work there for you, invent some work. There's always someone somewhere wanting to buy something there's something always for sale
0: i always find uh, it hard to believe when someone tells me they can't find a job i mean it seems like mcdonald's is always hiring so i think it's exactly when, when someone claims exactly. they can't find a job it usually means that they can't find a job that they want
12: exactly they can't get the money they want but mm-hmm. there's a job there for every person yep that yep. wants to work
1: i i uh, get
12: off of welfare it,
1: it's absolutely and, and true. You know, I had a job um, as the man. You know, I was working for a radio station, and the radio station changed hands, and essentially everybody was let go, and I was, one of, I was that everybody. And I had to have a job, and somebody had to pay the mortgage. So I went out and got a job driving a taxi. I didn't do yes, it sir, forever. There, I got another work. radio if, job. If but, you're
12: willing to do the work, there's work. It may not be what you want at the time. It wasn't. Until you can find something else, but there's always a job out there if you get out and hustle. And try to find it.
0: Absolutely right. There's no doubt about it. Gene, any other thoughts for us tonight?
12: Uh, no, sir. Other than, uh, they need to lay off the teachers because teachers are not making enough money, uh,
0: well, what they need to do—they're not making do,
12: enough. I mean, they need way more than what they're getting now. Well, you
0: know? what they need uh, to do is to get the government completely out of the education system, so that we can find out what teachers are worth and actually have the ones that are worthwhile in the marketplace, while the useless ones, which are all over the place in the government system, while the useless teachers are given the the pink slip. I thank you for the call, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. But what we have now—you were talking about the unions earlier, Mark, and how they're just so powerful, especially the teachers union. What we have now is a situation where the the, uh, the system the, that they have created for themselves protects the worst of the, the teachers. The teachers that are bad, and the kids know which ones are bad. Uh, I knew which ones were the worst, worst ones when I was in school, and th- there was always a situation. It seemed like every few years the kids would get so upset about one particular teacher, parents would complain. There would be some sort of concerted effort to try to get something done about this one awful, lazy teacher And what would happen would be that nothing would happen. Uh, The parents would complain and nothing would happen because you can't touch these people. They are so completely insulated from any sort of negative consequences for doing a poor job that they have no real reason to do a good job. There's no incentive for them to do do anything well, to innovate or to to change anything about what they're doing because they can just keep doing the shoddy job that they're doing and they'll keep getting paid what they're getting paid. And when they reach their retirement age, they'll get a sweet retirement. Retirement pension from the government system, the the bad teachers are entrenched by the current system that we have today, and the teachers that want to innovate they can't because the rules of the, the, the bureaucratic structure in the system doesn't allow them to step outside of certain boundaries. I mean the, the whole government system is just so oppressive on the education uh, realm. no wonder we 've got such a, a bad situation out there. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going
1: to have to go after the teachers. The fact is, um, I, what you're saying is absolutely true. However, um, when you look at government pay and what teachers get versus what other uh, government bureaucrats get, so I mean, they're essentially doing the same job, right? Or you look at what teachers get um, in public schools and you look at what teachers get in private schools, the fact is public school teachers get paid more than bureaucrats with four-year degrees, um, and, you know, comparable degrees like they have. They get paid more than private school teachers, they just get paid more. They have a very powerful lobby and it results in them
0: getting paid more than they are worth. For a fraction of the year's work too, as well. Alright, we continue with your calls. Grant is on the line listening to WFLA in Florida. Hello Grant, you're on Free Talk Live. Grant, in Florida. Hello. Hey, you're on the air.
13: Yeah, I, I just have a response to the guy that was complaining a while ago about the uh the response to Katrina. I went through uh Charlie. I lived in Gorda, Florida. Mm-hmm. And lost just about everything. Yeah, it sure came in hard my... there.
1: Sorry? It came in hard there. I was in Sarasota, Florida at the time.
13: Yeah, it, it it was good. And uh and then with my unerring sense of where to live, I moved to New Orleans.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh no gosh.
13: And then Katrina came in. Well, I'm a commercial pilot. Hmm. And uh after Katrina came in within an hour to an hour and a half there was Coast Guardy copters there was flying Coast Guard around what? there.
0: Copters, okay.
13: Yeah, the Coast Guard was it- was, was was there looking to help. And I looked up at those guys and I thought to myself, I wouldn't be flying in this weather. I wouldn't be up there. You know, the the government did all that they could initially to help us.
1: Well, I, I and, hear what uh, you're what saying. Was that some... guy,
13: what was that guy that was on just a little while ago? You know, does he want you know, all the government funds to support emergency crews sitting around twiddling their thumbs. No, no, I don't want a country. single
1: a single I don't believe that you are you should be required to pay a single dollar to support any government program that goes in and, you know, saves people from
0: natural disasters. Thank you, Grant. I'm, I'm sorry we're I out of that, time for this hour, but I thank you for the call. I um, think that's best done by the free market. There's no doubt that there are going to be examples in the government uh, disaster relief realm where you can point to and say, "See, they did good things here." Sure. They spent so much money, inevitably somebody had to get help. The point is, it's wasteful, it's inefficient, and they prevented others from coming in who wanted to help. So if there was another group like the Red Cross or the Walmart or whoever that wanted to come in, they weren't allowed to. Hour 3 is coming up. You bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, it's the live Saturday edition of the program, and we're launching into hour number three of the pro, uh, the show. You can bring up what you want. Just dial toll-free to 800-259-9231. Uh, if you are on the line, we will get to. Phones are loaded up. 800-259-9231. It is Ian joining you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And all the features on the site we give away, so enjoy those again on us at Live. Dot com. Also, uh, we have our Liberty Radio Network stream that has added some new programming. So if you're looking for other Liberty-oriented audio content, uh, go no further than LibertyRadioNetwork.com. Over the weekend here, or as of earlier today, we added uh, Brian Wilson from WSPD in Ohio. Uh, he's uh, he's kind of a Lou Rockwell blogger and talk show host, so we plugged him in there. Mark Stevens from AdventuresInLegalLand.com. His show, No State Project, is now airing, as well as CEI, the Competitive in- uh, Enterprise Institute in D.C. They've got a show called Liberty Week, so all that over at LibertyRadioNetwork.com. We continue here with more free talk live and take your calls about whatever you want. Uh, let's talk to Mark listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. Hello, Mark.
14: Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Yeah, I want to call that. They talk about, you get callers saying, uh, the government's not following the Constitution. Well, no, no, of course they're not. They're about the, uh, International Monetary Fund, trilateralists, Bilderbergers. You guys know this. You to yell at them for it, because they, they act stupid, like like they're surprised that the government's not doing the government's job anymore. It's, uh, we, we uh, you know, I'm in conflict whether to, whether to bring on the New World Order, because it's going to bring the wrath of God down on them. Or to be mad at it, you know, because it's treasonous and selling out my country. So that's what I wanted to say pretty much. The New World Order is happening. The Book of Revelation. Well, how would you
0: define what the New World Order is? We had some discussions about this the other night. I, for one, uh, am not. I'm not into the, you know, the fringe conspiracy movement. I, I understand that there are people who are in search of power over others. I don't There's know that. if they all hang out in the same and club, I know though. I not the media
14: folks get in trouble for exposing this kind of thing. You know, I, I call the local radio shows and, and even Alan Combs and whatnot, and I I get on the air. And they're like, "Oh yeah, you're one of them conspiracy wackos." Right. <laughs> but we have
1: I hope you don't feel we've done that to you.
14: Oh no, no, not uh, hardly. You guys are way tolerant. Thank but you. Now, hand, now what I, do you
1: think's going to happen to me if I say that there is in fact a cabal of uh international bankers uh, held, headed by the Bilderberger group and the Warburgs and and I don't best know. Best
14: you... case scenario, they'll write you off as a nutcase. Worst case scenario, they'll bring about the uh I call it the imperanus doctrine because they're impairing talk radio or they'll I don't know, maybe you'll make some federal watch list. i tell people, I hope I make the top ten.
0: You need to
14: make it as thick as a phone book.
0: Well, if we're not already on their watch list, then they aren't doing their jobs. Their watch list stinks if they're not. um,
14: I could give a flip. I'd like to tell them. I'd like to get up in the globalist face and just tell them what a bunch of, well, you can't use radio-friendly language, cannot describe these people. Short of physically assaulting them, I would like to tell them what I think.
0: You know, uh, I, I understand your frustration, and uh, I, I I can empathize with it. Uh, it. It does seem to be a hopeless situation, and that's kind of what I'm hearing from you. Is you don't really feel like that there's much that's uh, you know you're not, you're not sounding very positive done. about the future, I guess.
14: 235 years is how long the United States lasted. We're on board with the like they're using they're using foreign case law for precedents in our courts now. What kind of nonsense is that? And they're they're talking about doing the global tax, and they're talking about more and more welfare state, and more and more government controls and functions and programs. It's all a bunch of hogwash. And you listen to the news, how crafty they are, wordsmithing and dodging subjects, telling you half truths. You can even even the talk radio guys. A lot of times, you can tell they put their foot in their mouth and they. Yeah, they reveal who they're working for, whether they think they're being clever or whether they're... Are,
0: well, are you suggesting that the talk radio hosts out there are actually uh, working directly for the uh, the, the world uh, elite?
14: They're a different head on the same dragon. Even if they're not deliberately working for it, the stations that carry their shows have stipulations and they get in trouble. Well, if how, they would, about... how
0: would you suggest that a show like Free Talk Live would get on those very same radio stations, sir?
14: Well, there's a few people left that have gumption enough to address these subjects and you guys are among them and uh but if the station so
0: wait are you saying that the radio station is uh is also one of those few people or the people that own the station are one of the, the those few people that that are willing to take those risks there's
14: there's a there's two stations in town that are there's talk one of them's went to fm lately and they're still good they've been around a lot longer but the am guys uh they're the ones that got your show on they got a A local show I call up oftentimes and get mocked and hung up on, but that's okay. And then there's Alan Combs also on this station. The FM guy's they got they got a good talk show host. All right, well, we're not going to go bold. through
0: your local talk lineup. I thank you for the call. 800 oh, I I was- Thanks, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And we had a lengthy discussion about the conspiracy theory realm last night on the show and how disempowering it is, uh, how it is that uh, the people that have fallen into this particular belief system – they, you know, they believe that it's hopeless. They believe that the uh, these evil elite New World Order types are you know, controlling the whole world and that no matter what it is that they do, uh, that uh, it'll all come out bad in the wash. And that seems to be the mentality of a lot of these guys. I don't know if that's necessarily where he was coming from. But that's the impression that I get from uh, from the conspiracy crowd out there. And I just think it's it's just kind of pointless. I think it's kind of pointless to get on the uh, the radio and start railing about a, a so-called New World Order because it's speculative. Because you're asking other people to climb on board your little boat of speculation and go off in the exact same compass direction uh, as you are in and, and to, to believe everything that it is that you're saying when – All you really have to do to show people that there's something wrong in the world is to show them the wrongs, to show them the harm that governments cause around the world, to show them that on one hand government claims to be helping, but in reality they're actually hurting the people they claim to be helping, to show them all of the concrete examples of why it is that government doesn't work and why it is it's a bad idea. Show them all of those things. Don't talk about men sitting around in a smoky room plotting the destruction of the world. As sexy and as uh, interesting as it might sound, it also makes you sound like a crazy Crackpot loon. So we move on with your phone calls. Talk to Dennis in New Hampshire on the Ampline. Hello, Dennis.
15: Greetings, gentlemen. Uh, I need to say at the outset, this may be the uh, most important call I ever make. It's certainly the most important call I've ever made at Free Talk Live. Really? Uh, yeah, some, some second order stuff is going on
0: out here. Second order? Um, <clears throat>
15: yeah. Is this like consp- higher order, like second level type stuff.
0: What does that mean?
15: Um, okay, so something happened yesterday that was pretty big. Um, that kind of told us that the time is closer than than we thought it would be. Um, What time? Well, okay, so here's the deal. Um, Yesterday, Dan Itza, the political director of the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, uh, he was on the Glenn Beck program.
0: His television show, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I saw the interview. He He did a pretty good job.
15: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was talking about the uh, legislation that he's – put forward to uh, declare the Constitution null and void if the federal government crosses certain trigger points, right? like, okay. for example, if they institute a draft without a fully declared war, if they institute mandatory national service, if they institute martial law without appropriate uh, certification from the states, uh, and finally, if they institute sweeping new gun regulation any one of those things would cause New Hampshire to reclaim its own sovereignty, uh, declare the United States null and void, and, and basically say we have to have a do-over. Now, at the end of that interview, he kind of blurted out at the end, um, hey, people, New Hampshire is the free state. Go to NHLiberty.org to, to see the text of the bill.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a great plug for your website, Dennis. Uh, so, nicely done.
15: Well, so, what, what happened was, in the next 20 minutes, we got 200 people signing up for the Liberty Alliance from all over the United States. Cool. Over the next day, we got another couple hundred. Our website got thousands more hits than it's ever got before. People just going out and
0: Google searching the Free State, pro- you know, New Hampshire Free State. Really? The
15: Free State Project got so many hits on its website, he didn't even give that website out. That server crashed for an hour. We had to have our web guys go in and like unscrew it wow um so that told that told some of the uh some of the political guys in the movement that the time has come and that it's time to take it to the next
0: level what do you mean by that dennis will you will you tell me what you mean by that the next level uh, in a moment. I know. Or two. Hang on. We're going to bring you back. Dennis uh, from the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance at nhliberty.org. You can uh, learn more about them here uh, on their website, and maybe he'll tell us what his plan is in moments. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up what you want. It is a live Saturday edition of the program, and it's Ian here with you tonight. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features, they are completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. And those features, uh, by the way, include the wiki, over 1,800 pages created by listeners just like you. You can go to wiki.freetalklive.com, get interactive, wiki.freetalklive.com.
1: And according to the Computer Privacy Handbook, normal Internet technology is the most comprehensive surveillance system ever invented. Put a stop to email snooping with an easy-to-use email alternative, privacyharbor.com. Not only is it easy to use, but you can go get a free account today at privacyharbor.com because normal email is not secure.
0: All right. We continue here with your phone calls. Dennis is still on the line from the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance. NHLiberty.org is the website. Dennis, you were telling us, uh, well, as our listeners know, if they tuned in last week, we talked about the piece of legislation here in New Hampshire that would essentially draw a line in the sand that t- t- essentially shot across the bow to the federal government to say, hey, you take one more step toward tyranny and we're seceding, basically. And that's a resolution. It's not a binding thing. But it's a, it's a symbolic gesture, and it's an important one. Uh, So we talked about that last week, and then since that time, last night, Representative Dan Itza... Uh, who was the f- the sponsor of the bill was on the Glenn Beck show, on the TV- on his television show. And Glenn Beck only
1: brought him on because we had had the other co-sponsor Dan Itza on. I mean, it's obvious that the guy <laughs> oh, no, you know, he just the wants guy. to emulate. It's-, it's not like he hasn't changed his whole political platform in the last two years
0: to be more like in Free order talk to be Life? just like me. <laughs> well, no. I mean, the credit. Oh, come on, Mark. Let's give credit to Glenn Beck. I mean, of all the syndicated big-name talk show hosts, he seems to be the one who is kind of getting it. He is his Slowly climbing on board with a uh, pro-freedom kind of message, and uh, he should be congratulated for it. So, and you know, and Mark, you knew it that inevitably people would begin emulating Free Talk Live. So, how, how great that it's uh, somebody as talented as Glenn Beck. Anyway, last night uh, on, Dan, uh, on Glenn's show, Dan Itza managed to plug your website, um, Dennis, the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance at nhliberty.org. And now you're saying that that resulted in tremendous levels of website hits uh, for both NH Liberty and the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. But you were saying that you want to take it to the next level, and I want to know what you mean by that.
15: It's not that I want to take it to the next level. It's more like a a political calculation has been made, uh, and that this... (laughs) (laughs) Um, See, when, when they went in the committee to vote on this bill, the committee makes a recommendation. An order came from on high. And we've seen this before. We've seen exactly this play before. They did this with Real ID. They did exactly the same thing with Real ID. An order came from on high, and all of a sudden... The people who were not in on the on the order um, didn't know what the hell was going on, and the, the, the committee voted along party lines completely to recommend not to pass the bill. Actually, I, I take that back. One very brave Democrat whose name escapes me. What one very brave Democrat did cross that line, hmm. and he is to be commended. Um, so you're saying the de- not-
0: you're saying the the higher ups in that poli- uh, political party said you better um, destroy this bill.
15: I don't know. From what level the, the the message came, but I know it came from higher levels than I'm privy to. Okay. And the message came: this is not going to land on the governor's desk.
0: Hmm.
15: Now, as it turns out, um, there there are some serious next level things going on. Now, you guys saw what happened when the homeschooler showed up. Um, we have, I mean, I, I, I'm not at liberty to go into too much detail here at, at this time, but we have enough people on the inside to make some things happen that it's not about this bill anymore it's not about this resolution anymore the entire game plan is now ready to go um,
0: what are you beating around the that, bush at here Dennis i don't i still don't understand okay, what it is so here
15: here's the long and short of it um, the likelihood is they're going to hear this bill the entire the entire new hampshire house of representatives is probably going to hear this bill on, on march 4th. okay And that's why we've chosen March 4th as D-Day. That's pretty much you're going to want to watch. That's the day when the history changes. The rules are going to change on that day. Uh, This thing has startled up a a nest of hornets that nobody, nobody was expecting it to be this big. Um, What I can tell you is that on March 4th, in that morning, um, we're going to need a lot of people to give some backbone to, to our guys on the inside, who I know some of them are going to get a lot of pressure to back down. Mm-hmm. And they're going to need to know that the pressure's not there. And what we're going to need to have for this, what is essentially a... I'm not gonna, Revolution's not the right word. Coup's not the right word. Um, but this assertion to happen... Is many hundreds, if not a thousand, people out in front of the Capitol demanding, demanding that the line be drawn that day. And enough stuff is set up on the inside that there's going to be some real sweating going on in the back room. I can tell you
0: that. <laughs> so so people, so you're saying uh, for the people around the country that might be listening and the people around the world that, uh, that are listening to this, keep your eyes on New Hampshire and, uh, and watch and wait and see what happens. And if you're in the New England area, come on out to Concord, New Hampshire on uh, the 4th. Of March, Yeah, you know, and- we
15: were talking earlier about the fire bell thing, and, you know, like, for example, oh, if the seat belt thing, you know, comes forward, then we got to ring the fire. Seat belts are the least of our worries at this time. I mean, yes, I'd like to, you know, I, I think we're actually going to kill the seat belt thing. Whether or not it happens in the House or the Senate, I'm not sure. I, I, we're going to have to pull out all the stops on that. But this is bigger than that. This is the, you take off work that day. This is the day when history is going to change, the rules of the game are going
1: to change. So if you care about the Constitution, this is an opportunity to uh, go and defend it, perhaps uh, regain a little ground on uh, the enforcement of the Constitution of the United States, which seems to be, uh, it it, it seems like they just, the politicians just don't pay any attention to it anymore. Oh, well,
15: see, now now that's the beautiful thing. If you watch the uh, the Glenn Beck program, you know, the first thing Glenn Beck said, which was very astute of him, was when he realized that New Hampshire is not like the other states. That's true. When he called and wanted to get the office of Dan Itza, and the lady on the phone just kind of laughed and said, we don't have offices. Where are you calling from, honey? <laughs> um, so this is not like defend, oh, my God, bring your AKs. No, 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 no. This
0: Which you could do like, if you it, wanted in New Hampshire. No, no,
15: no. Uh, this is exactly like we did with the Real ID, where we had the – actually, we had there, there was some great street theater uh, – Jim Johnson and Lauren Canario are to be commended for the street theater of dressing up like Nazis and putting in a little booth. Oh, yes, yeah, sweet baby,
0: that kind. <laughs> so you're weekday. looking for hundreds of people to turn out in Concord, New Hampshire on the 4th of March at 8 in the morning at the, sta- at the, uh, the State House building, right, Dennis?
15: I know a weekday, 8 a.m., uh, you know, the fourth day of March is not everyone's dream of easy. That's not the point here. But if this, this line gets drawn, point, I mean, this if, is where it
0: can happen. Right. If this line gets drawn, it's a major kind of a turning point. It's going to show, you know, the the whole country that people are sick and tired of the federal government and that New Hampshire really is leading the way as far as it's, you know, the claim that we are one of the freest states, if not the freest state of, uh, of all 50. This will really show people who might have been doubting that. Uh, so we do need to turn people out for this. You've got my support, Dennis, and I will be there for it, and uh, people can get details on this on the As front page I. at NHLiberty.org. Is that right? Yes, sir. Thanks, Dennis, for the call tonight. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Uh, Dennis from NHLiberty.org. so make pretty exciting things happening here, and you can help us out with it. We'll tell you more about the Free State Project here in a bit, and take your calls about anything. This is Free Talk Live. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free, but if you think other people deserve to hear this show, Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just three dollars a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. Talk Live, you can bring up what you want. The live Saturday edition of the program, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features we give away, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Features, by the way, including... The archives, if you've missed a moment of the show, just click and download. They are yours for free right there on the front page of the site at freetalklive.com.
1: AdamEve.com has a special offer for you. Go to AdamEve.com and get 50% off of one item when you type in FTL for, offer, for the offer code coupon checkout. Plus, with your order of $17 or more, they'll throw in a free gift. Get 50% off with offer code FTL at AdamEve.com, and it comes in a secure, in a uh,
0: discreet wrapper. AdamEve.com. Let's go back to your phone calls about what you want. It's Cooter listening to WSCFM in South Carolina. Hello, Cooter. Hey, Ian. Hey, uh,
16: Mark. Uh, good evening. Uh, yeah, I uh, wanted to mention uh, you seem to talk about Succession a good bit on your show. On your show, uh, by the way, I, I enjoy your show a lot. I'm also a uh, Lover of liberty, I wish I could experience it one time, but uh, <laughs> anyway uh that with the succession, we tried that down here, you know about uh oh about hundred forty something years ago and yeah. uh
1: do you
0: think that uh, do you, it was do you think...
16: The civil war it wasn't wasn't too civil, but uh you know that Sort of decide the question for most people, but
0: uh... I realize that that's what it conjures up yep. when when you say secession, and it is by the way secession, not succession. Yeah. Uh, but when you say that, it conjures up images of the Civil War, and certainly that was a horrible time, and nobody wants that to happen again. Uh, and I don't believe that it uh, that it would happen again. I don't think they could get away with something like that. And, and of course, it would also help uh, to not actually attack any military installations while you're trying to secede. Uh, so I mean, there are some things that should and could and will be done differently in the next secession movement or in whatever it is that's coming. Um, But I don't think that it would be the same because word travels a hell of a lot faster today about what the government is up to. I mean, if they want to roll in tanks into uh, South Carolina or New Hampshire or Vermont or whoever it is that secedes first, uh, it's going to be major world news instantaneously. Whereas, you know, back in the Civil War, news traveled by horseback, uh, so I think that uh, that, that things are, are a completely different situation today, and I, I don't believe that we would have that same problem.
16: I was going to mention though, that, um, you could kind of have a, have a more of a uh, mid midway uh, step to it, and by allowing uh, states to divide up and stay in the United States. Uh, for instance, here in South Carolina, which used to be a cradle of liberty, by the way, but uh, in South Carolina, it'd be kind of nice for the lower state to. Uh, separate off from the upper state because we're, we're a little bit more uh, progressive, you might say, down this way.
0: Oh, I know they want and, that in uh, California too, and Oregon. Uh, there are a lot of movements that would love to separate uh, the states, separate parts of the state you, into uh, separate states. Yeah, absolutely. And I they think...
16: were represented in Congress, for instance. Why, why should Rhode Island have two senators? You know, and uh, California only has two, also, and they got about you know a hundred times the population, or something like that. But, uh, and down here is the same thing. We could, uh, maybe divide this state into four states and then we'd have eight senators. Instead yeah. of
0: Here's yeah. how I see oh. that one. It's actually interesting you bring that up because Mark and I were talking about that today uh, off the air. We were talking about the idea of what would happen if an area of a state decided to essentially secede from within that state to its own uh its own political designation. And it would seem to me that you would not automatically have any sort of entrance into the uh, the union. Uh, you would basically be seceding into your own country. If you wanted to try to join the union, you could do that. Although I. I just don't understand why anybody would want to do something like that. I mean, if you have the political clout, if you've gathered the, uh, the activist level needed to actually secede, if you've educated the populace enough to actually have them come to understand why secession is valuable and why it's a good idea, uh, even just on the state level, then what would the point be in saying, okay, we're pulling out of South Carolina, but we still want to join the union because we really want to pay federal taxes. I mean, really? Who would want to do that?
16: I wanted to ask you one question though, about the uh, talking about being a libertarian uh, with uh, regarding uh, ownership of radio stations. Yes, sir. I mean that's a government protected monopoly. It is, and it's probably one of the strongest uh, lobby. You know, the uh, National Association of Broadcasters. That's sure. That's about the strongest lobby there is in Congress.
0: I don't know. I don't know if that's true, but the AARP will give them a run. But what? Just uh, re- what's your just question?
16: And just recently the government gave all broadcasters a couple more digital stations. But what I was going to ask you, do you think that um, that's the way it should be or do you think uh, people should be able to just crank up a, a transmitter and, you know, whoever has the stronger I think in. the
0: airwave should be treated as uh, property, uh, that, you know, it can essentially be homesteaded like property at one time could be homesteaded, and so if you've been on the frequency, um, al- if you're already on the frequency, then obviously it's wrong for someone to turn on a transmitter in that same town on that same frequency and try to step on you. First of all, it doesn't make sense from a competitive viewpoint. Why would you want to step on somebody's existing signal when you could go find a clear your channel and, and broadcast there on your own so it just doesn't make much sense from a business perspective so if somebody were to, were to do that then that could be something you could uh you could iron out even with a small government you could do it with a government court system or in a in no government world in a free market environment you could do it with uh with private arbitration and contracts and uh, contract insurance and things like that so no not, i don't uh, think the fcc is necessary at all
16: so in other words you think it'd be okay just if you had your just if you thought there was a frequency that wasn't being used enough. You could just start on that one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. As long as you're being a good neighbor, and that's the most important part. I mean, you got to make sure you're not stepping on uh, any other uh, radio stations in the area, and you want to make sure you're filtering your audio or you're filtering the, uh, the harmonics from and the let's, transmitter. Let's
1: not forget that the government decided what band, um, you know, the FM and AM were going to be. That's true. There's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, sub-AM and... You know, uh, super FM stations out there that, you know, actually not stations, but uh, places that you could be broadcasting on. The band could be larger. You, you know, yeah. This is all uh, government regulated stuff. I mean, yeah. who's to say that, that's, that it, the FM dial needs to stop at 107.9?
0: In a de- indeed. In fact, uh, I, you did mention there during your call that the FCC has approved the HD radio service, which, of course, nobody knows about because it's, uh, well, it's basically it's 10 years too late. Uh, I mean, the station you're listening on, WSC there in South Carolina, is available in HD, but it's probably got about three people listening, and one of them is the general manager of the radio station. Uh, But but so they have approved this kind of new digital technology for the band, but why didn't this happen in the mid-1990s? The technology was being developed, and it was available back then. Well, the reason why is because the FCC got in the way, and so kind of the irony of the radio industry is that the radio industry... A lot of people in radio think that the FCC is just the greatest thing because it helps shield them from competition. But in
1: fact, the scariest words in the English language are, we're from the government and we're here to help. Thanks for helping us into, you know, 10 years too late for
0: HD radio. Right, helping them be uh, incredibly slow at developing their technology and developing their business and restricting competition to the point where... When real competitors entered the audio marketplace, like internet streamer, uh, streamers and uh, various other audio, uh, the iPod, obviously, you know, there's these, uh, satellite radio, of course, there are these new competitors in the marketplace, radios running around like a chicken with its head cut off, they don't understand what to do, because they've never had to deal with real competition. The worst they've had to deal with is, you know, a handful of other FCC-approved stations in their same marketplace. And so if the radio industry wants to survive this technological information revolution that's going on in this country, I think the best way to make sure that to ensure that radio survives the next several decades is to abolish the FCC entirely. It's the FCC that's holding radio back. They're they're protecting it to death, essentially.
16: Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, we had a great example of it. Uh, I think it was about 15 years ago around here. A guy wanted to set up a ship. To go offshore, of South <laughs> Carolina, and have a radio station.
0: Nice. And
16: uh, they came down on him like a ton of bricks with machine guns and everything. They really? Let him, they wouldn't even let him finish uh, launching the boat. This was before he even uh, had the thing finished. You know? Wow! So, I, have uh,
0: not, I have not. i would not heard that uh, that story. Is that the FCC that came down on him?
16: Well, that, they were instigated it, but uh, they had federal agents come in and uh, raid the thing and. Uh, this was
0: about 15 years so ago. So even though he wasn't transmitting, or was he transmitting?
16: That's, that's right. He, he ha- was not transmitting yet. He was just outfitting this boat. to uh, I think it was an ex-Navy.
0: Did somebody snitch boat. him out? How did they find out?
16: He was doing the work at a uh, boatyard, and, you know, it seems legal at the time to go off out of the uh, continental, uh, whatever the uh, border was.
0: Hey, dude, thank you for the call and the discussion tonight. If you want to save radio, abolish the FCC. Moments remain. We'll try to sneak your calls in. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition. Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up what you want. Even in these remaining moments, we're going to try to sneak your call in. won't give you the numbers because the lines are loaded. But we will give you our website, which is freetalklive.com. invite you to visit us and enjoy all the features there uh, completely free. And if you want to help support this show you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. If you enter Amazon through that link, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. Whatever it is you need to buy in life, dozens of categories, new and used items, enter through amazon.freetalklive.com and Free Talk Live will get a cut.
1: SACL CAI is the uh, the biggest sponsor of Free Talk Live, and we're on the air right now because of them. If you uh, have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, try SACL CAI. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. They can handle all of your account's receivable needs over at SACL CAI. So check them out. Their banner is at uh, freetalklive.com. We appreciate their support. All
0: right, we continue with your calls, and we go to Cliff, who is on the line, on the AMP line in Florida. Cliff? Cliff, are you hey there? Hey, guys, sir? how are you doing? Hey, what's on your mind?
10: All right, I was uh, listening to the guy from NH Liberty, and actually, um, I think he has something here, and uh, I think I want to make it even b- bigger than that. Here's here's what I want to do I'm going to go to Sam's website. I just forgot what it is. I'm hoping when you get something tell the what the website is. Sam? Uh, Sam the obscure the Truth, Sam? Yeah, exactly. Uh, What is it? CDEvolution.org. I'm going to go to CDEvolution.org, and I'm going to donate $50 for right now as far as who wants to charter a bus or buses to go from whatever state you're coming from to New Hampshire. I'm in Miami, so I I may or may not be able to go, depending on the amount of money that's raised. But as far south or as far uh, west as we can, you know, raise money to get a charter bus to go from whichever state into New Hampshire. Wouldn't, you know, you guys, wouldn't uh, your uh, money yeah, be, make a stand, make.
1: I'm for that. I mean, I, I think it's a good idea. But uh, a, a, I, wouldn't it be better use of your money to just go ahead and uh, uh, get a Southwest
0: airline ticket for 50 bucks? Well, and I'd love to also uh, throw this idea out there for you, Cliff. This this. This day that uh, Dennis is talking about is that this big rally that's going to be going on in favor of state sovereignty and uh, and essentially drawing a line in the sand and secession. Uh, it's going to be on March fourth, which is the day before March fifth, which is the first day of the New Hampshire Liberty Forum. So I would suggest that if you're going to make a trip from Florida up for just a what is essentially going to be a one-hour event in the morning on uh, out in front of the state house, make a whole weekend out of it and come up for the uh, the entire Liberty Forum from the Free State Project all weekend. State
10: Project. Hey, that's not a bad idea at all. If I can get the entire time off, that's exactly what I'll do. But I think the fact that it's coinciding with that is, is actually pretty, really great. So it gives people an opportunity to, to do both. You know, and I think this is very important because I think it's, it's not even the fact that it's it does I know it's meaningless, but it's the symbolism of it. I think if if, if this this if this can be actually accomplished and it shows that people are willing to leave for whatever states are coming from, and you know get together just just to show that you know the government essentially that you know we're, we're kind of getting sick of this yeah. we're really we're not kind of getting sick we're absolutely yeah. absolutely sick of this and this has to end and it has to end now thank you cliff for the, the call tonight dude to i'm sorry we're, we're, we're to, short on
0: time i thank you for the call though 800-259-9231 we go to uh, oj is on the line in nebraska oj you're on free talk live with ian mark
17: Good evening gentlemen uh, just a couple things real quick uh first off the guy from nh liberty Something occurred to me while I was listening to him. I don't think in my entire lifetime I have heard so many people, uh, or either heard in, in person or seen on the Internet, uh, making references to a willingness to engage in armed revolution.
3: Hmm. So I think
17: uh, we're, you're we're getting to a crisis point. Yes, yes. Um, secondly, uh, I'm working my way through Rothbard's For a New Liberty, wow. and I came across an interesting flaw. Okay. Uh, with the justice system that's proposed. Uh, it makes sense uh, up to a point where until someone's convicted of a crime, really no force can be applied against them unless they're caught red-handed in order to stop the crime. The the problem that I see there is if, and, and they, they're not required to come to court even. They can be tried in absentia. the The problem I see, though, is... How are you going to try somebody in absentia if you cannot identify
14: them?
1: Uh, how would that be? Uh, like, I don't understand. Uh, try to give me a situation here. Like, okay. Uh, how would you try how, if you don't know who they private, are?
17: You've got a private police officer. He's working a the community. There's been a series of gasoline thefts. Okay. Right. There's a video that shows uh, a young man always wearing a hoodie, maybe different colored hoodies, uh, but he's always wearing the same shoes and carries up this gas can, steals a gasoline, leaves. Uh one night the, the police officer sees a young man fitting that description in the area, stops him, contacts him, finds that he's carrying an empty gas can. He fits the description exactly. Okay. There's little doubt that this is a guy. Um he wants to, to send him to to an art to arbitration. Right? But uh, the guy won't give his name
0: well you okay I, I How see do you take
17: him to arbitration
0: <laughs> you'd have a trouble you'd have trouble with him today if he wouldn't give his name as well, wouldn't you
17: uh if, if you've got developed probable cause, you go ahead and arrest him i um, I would imagine there's people sitting in prison right now that have been convicted of crimes in court uh and they're they're in prison as John doe. It can be
0: done. Well, I haven't read uh, that particular book that you're referring to, but what you're talking about is one man's vision of what a private justice system might look like, and certainly uh, he's probably fallible. And I would suggest that I think that if you've got evidence that somebody has committed a crime, that if you are absolutely certain you've got the right person and you've got the evidence to prove it – and that person's a danger to others? I don't see what the problem would be with, with uh, you know, sending a bounty hunter after him and taking him into some sort of custody. It's just that if you would to if you were to make a move like that in a free market uh, market justice environment, you would be taking a significant risk. Uh, in that, if you, it turned out that you were wrong, if it turned out that uh, the evidence you had wasn't incontrovertible and in, indeed wasn't the individual you actually arrested and, and stole their freedom from them over this issue, then you would be as the private, uh, you know, the bounty hunter, and as the whoever it is that hired the bounty hunter, you would be uh, your reputation would be on the line big time and you would take a major reputation hit if you were to make a mistake and and arrest the wrong person. So it would it would make uh, the cops in the free market world much more diligent about doing their job and ensuring that they get the right guy, because if they get the wrong guy in a free market justice environment, they will actually have to pay some sort of price for that. Whereas today, we all know that if the government gets the wrong guy, you know, it's five years later, they let him out of prison, a uh, pat on the back, and good luck, buddy, and nobody ever pays any price for it. So I think that's kind of the answer, and i, I thank you for the call tonight o j uh, because uh it, it would make it so that the individuals who are it doing the job of justice would finally be liable for their actions now, if that wouldn't help improve the justice system, then I don't know what would. All right, we continue uh, with your calls, and we go to mark listening in I believe Ohio. Mark, you're on free talk live Mark yes hey, you're on uh, here yes, I
7: live in a small town about nine thousand people and I'm a head custodian at an elementary school, and it might all depend on what uh, area you live in in the United States, but I think in this town, the teachers make just enough money, and uh, actually the people you really want to go after would be the administrators. Uh, We've got one here. We've got about, he's over about probably 2,700 people total, staff and students, Mm -hmm. and he makes uh, over a hundred thousand dollars plus benefits
1: wow. and yeah it, it makes perfectly earth. good sense that in a uh you know that, that in a bureaucratic system they're going to have more bureaucrats than they need because that's yes. just you know it's it's the kind of atmosphere that that breeds
0: in a free market yeah. school system uh it's, you'd see a lot less administrators that's for sure fewer. Yeah. a lot fewer administrators uh no doubt about that so i thank you for the call tonight let's talk to uh robert in oklahoma Robert, you're on Free Talk Live.
12: Yes, sir. Hey. Uh, I know a little thing about the uh, psychopolitics that have been going on in the media for the last 70 years and how they've been manipulating the minds of the public, and I know how to reverse that. And basically it will drive the uh, Illuminati Marxist, insane if the public knew that.
0: So how do you do it?
12: Well, you know, there's a technique that you can use. Uh, Basically, they want us to overreact to what they're doing. And if people can be calm and still for their freedoms, they don't want that. And it's been in the media for years. And I suggest one of the things is people turn their televisions off.
0: It's not a bad idea. Turn your televisions yeah. off. Turn on Free Talk Live, and uh, that we'll do all the we'll do all the work for you. Thanks for the call. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one is our number. Uh, only time for Richard in Austin. Richard, you got about twenty seconds. You're on Free Talk good Live.
16: Good evening, fellas. I appreciate you taking my call. I just got a quickie. Right, we got twenty six thousand ministers, preachers, pastors ready to turn their uh, flock over to the FEMA camps. I think everybody should go to those individuals and ask them, are they on? Are they one of those numbers? If so, they need to leave that church. What do you think? Uh, The ultimate betrayal.
0: I know that. I'm not sure. I don't know all the details on that. I wish we had more time to get into it. I think that uh, government building concentration camps is a really scary idea. It's something they've been working on for years. Of course, they're not calling them concentration camps. Uh, They'll be used for emergency purposes only. Uh, Well, anyway, we're done for tonight. And if you want to talk more about that, call us on Monday. Online in the meantime, we'll see you at freetalklive.com. Have a great weekend.